Welcome to edition three of the Terminal Talk Model Railroad Podcast Thinking Out Loud segment. On this segment of the podcast, I'm going to give a layout update as well as some other thoughts I have this month for May 2018. So stay tuned. I have been doing a little work on the layout, although it's not the end panels that I need to finish. That's something I keep reminding myself on this podcast I need to do. But every time I look at the backdrop and know I need to put those up, I just say, yeah, I don't feel like doing it. I have been working on a structure kit, and right now that's what I'm in the mood to work on. So I've been working on my brick freight house from Monster Model Works. It's a discontinued kit. It's a building flat that I'm doing for my uh, Shippers Association Missouri public siding. It's an old freight house that the uh, railroad on my layout is using uh, for industries that are offline. So that way I can have a variety of different cars and, and serve several industries that aren't directly located on the layout. Work is progressing on the kit. I've been adding these concrete uh, details, these uh, pieces, that trim work that goes around the structure, and uh, lining them up has been a little bit of a hassle. Uh, I'd get a piece uh, squared up because to make it look like a solid piece of concrete, you have to make sure your seams are lined up perfectly, and I'm not having a whole lot of luck with that. So I figure as I fill that in, I'll either try to dab it with paint. Hopefully it won't be too big of a gap that'll fill with paint well and not still give that look of a crease. Or I may even have to go with the lightweight spackle and touch it up and fill it in. I want it to have that solid look of concrete around it. Of course, it looks pretty stark right now, even though it's a an aged concrete color. It still looks like it's brand new cement. So I need to get in and weather that and still thinking about some ways I'm going to do that. So that's what I'm kicking around this month as I work on the Monster Model Works brick freight house building flat. The furniture manufacturer building is a cardstock building. It's actually a foam core foundation. Uh, Then I laminate cardstock sheets that have images printed on it from a Clever Models texture DVD. And originally I was going to go with a kit. Foscale Models had a kit in particular that, uh, although it wasn't a furniture manufacturer, I just really liked the looks of it. It was a, a clabbered style structure, wood structure, and wanted to get that and then add this building that I'm scratch building from cardstock as a uh, modern addition, uh, concrete and brick structure that was added to the clabbered wood structure uh, as business expanded. That was the original course I was going to go. Unfortunately, hobby budget is still depleted and it may be months before I have the money in my budget to be able to buy that kit. So I've decided, or at least I'm thinking anyway, and I'm pretty much about 90% going this route. I'm just going to make the whole structure, the printed out cardstock, and make the whole structure a concrete and brick factory building. I've taken the mock-up that I built, and I have begun to peel off the images that I had printed out on cardstock. They were just fast draft printed, and my printer, an old printer, has a tendency to print a little crooked when you're on the lighter draft settings. So it wasn't really a a nice printout. The actual sheets, when they're printed out on a better quality print, looks uh, much better. And uh, you don't get that waviness of the lines of the printer. And I have calibrated my printer, and I have done everything to align the print heads and all, and I still get that on the uh, light settings. But on the better settings, it prints very well. One of the keys to building with cardstock is to layer up the printouts to create the three-dimensional texture. It's better than just simply printing the sheet out, although the images look great. uh, Leaving them just a flat two-dimensional image onto a three-dimensional shape looks okay. I think it works well for just a mock-up, but there's so much more you can do with cardstock, layering up the layers of cardstock to create the three-dimensional shapes, and that's my plan for this furniture factory. I keep thinking about adding an additional industry to the layout. The very front track 
which is the old main line. I could just go ahead and truncate that and make this the end of the line here and add another industry track or expand the furniture factory to add more spots. Or I could go on the right-hand side of the layout where I have the tail track, the switching lead for the industries on the left-hand side of the layout. I have enough space there to add another spot, so I theoretically could add two more industries to the layout and have a total of four. But the more I think about that, the more I hesitate to do that. The original layout designed by Linda Sand featured a paper mill, and all of the spots for this layout were for the different materials needed for the paper mill. I gave a lot of thought to doing that, wanted to do something a little different. That temptation to cram as much into your layout space as you have is something I think all of us go through. But if we want to create an operating scheme that's going to look fairly believable, I'm not one that necessarily believes you have to make a model railroad extremely prototypical. I admire those that do. I wish I had that kind of modeling skill to be able to do as well as others do. But that's really not the heart of my interest. I want to give something that has the flavor, that gives the impression. Somebody can look at and say, that looks believable. Not necessarily, I know that place. And that's what you really have to think about when you're building a layout. What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to please? Aren't we really trying to just please ourselves? We all like to get praise from people. I don't know of anybody who doesn't. But ultimately, when it comes to this hobby, it really comes down to what makes you happy, what gives you satisfaction. After all, for the vast majority of us, it is a hobby. Time now for part two of this edition of the podcast. This is something I'm going to do a little different now in the future, even with the regular episodes uh, at the first of the month of the podcast. I'm going to focus the first part of the podcast on what I'm doing with the hobby, in particular what I'm doing on my layout. The second part of the podcast, I'm going to deal more with show notes, uh, maybe podcasting uh, things related to producing this podcast, uh, things that aren't directly related to my layout update. And I'm doing this based on an article, actually a, a forum discussion that occurred over at the Model Railroad Hobbyist Forum. This was posted on April 25th, 2018, and the title of the post in the forum was Why Do How-To and Layout Videos All Seem to Look Alike? As the discussion went on, the subject of podcasts came up as well, and it got me thinking about how can I improve my podcast to enhance the listening experience. One of the biggest criticisms that was pointed out, whether it was videos or podcasts, was staying on topic. If the video is a how-to on how to do something, don't give me an update on how your family's doing or how your dog's doing. And I thought about that, and I thought, that's interesting because I found myself drifting when I record my podcast. So that's why I've decided to format my podcast a little differently than I have been doing in the past. The first part of the podcast is going to focus on the subject. If I'm talking about, like in this episode, structures, what I'm doing right now with thinking about the structures I'm building, I want to stay on that subject. The second part of the podcast, I'll feature on these kind of rambling philosophies, thoughts, other things. That way, if you're coming in to find out what's specifically going on on my layout, you can hear that. If you don't care about the podcast, how I do the podcast, the other notes, other side issues, you can just shut off the podcast. So that's why I'm doing it in two parts. That's going to do it for this edition of Thinking Out Loud. Be sure to tune in next time for episode 31 of the Terminal Talk Model Road Podcast. Thanks for listening.